Hello and welcome to the Maiden Romance Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Bailey, and we also have my co-host here, Sab, aka SR7. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. And on today's podcast, we also have a guest, author Kathy Gray. Welcome to the podcast. Buenos dias. Hello. Hello. How are you hello. today? Hello. I'm good. Good, good, good. Um, Okay, so we're just going to get straight into this t- today's topic. Uh, we're going to be talking about how to deal with reviews and reviews in general. I know this probably is a quite a controversial topic since <laughs> people don't like to discuss reviews, especially not authors, but, um, well, they do sometimes. But I thought this would be an interesting topic to talk about since, yeah. It, it, will, be, it will be interesting. <laughs> Okay, so you've received quite a few. I've not received any because I've got nothing published. Ed, Kath, you have some work published. Uh-huh. Yes, I, I have. And I have pretty decent reviews right now. <laughs> that, that means that I was telling um, Sarah that that means I, I don't think I've had enough reviews. So, yeah. Yeah. Whoever's listening, go review my books. <laughs> <laughs> yes, whoever's listening, go review our books. <laughs> Let's start this off right. <laughs> off right, go review our books. It's very important. Um, I don't know who wants to start this topic off because obviously I'm the one who has probably has the most reviews. Um, but I don't know. Let's. I'll I'll start off by talking about how to deal reviews as an author. I think that's kind of what we were aiming to talk about today. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cool. I hope, and we were, and we're going to hopefully <laughs> discuss reviews from a, a reader's point of view because I think we are all readers as well as yeah. writers. And I know that some people say that you know authors shouldn't review books, and I'm like, but I was a re- I was a reader before I became a writer, so and that who's, hasn't changed. Who says this really? I've never heard anyone say that authors shouldn't review books. I have on numerous occasions, and I'm always like, what? <laughs> I've never come across this. This is news to me. I I don't ever review books um and think twice about about it, to be honest. Because I, I just love yeah. I read I read a lot. And I'm I'm going from a reader's perspective, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand why as an author we can't review books, but hey, what I know that there's some there are like things like uh things that go against the terms of service for Amazon for like reviewing, like you can't review swap and things like that. But I have never review swapped in my life, so you know, review swapped. Yes. What's that? There's certain people. Well, if you they review your book and you report you their book. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Um, which isn't which is against the terms of service. Okay, so don't go around offering that because wow. it is not okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get on to the actual topic. <laughs> okay, so uh, as I, yeah, like I said, I'm probably the one with the most reviews. Um, I guess one of the things that I kind of always like to say about reviews is they're not actually for authors. Reviews are for readers, and um, they're to help readers decide whether they want to read your book or not. Uh, anyone who thinks that they're for you as an author is kind of delusional because that's not what. Yes, they provide social proof that your book is being read, but um, 
they're really not for us and I stand by that wholeheartedly um so even though I also you know have had bad reviews and I'm not going to lie and say that they haven't affected me because they have but um, it's not nice when people it's not nice to read that someone doesn't like your book um <laughs> just gonna put that out there of course uh however you know there's certain etiquette as an author is you don't respond to these people because that they're, they're not the review isn't for you um i don't think i've ever responded to a negative review and i've had several negative reviews some of them are you know from people who i think have been actually quite insulting to me personally which i don't think reviews should be about either anyway um and i just kind of now have developed a thick skin and gone okay well those aren't my readers if you don't like my book then you're not not my audience um and that's kind of how i deal with it even if it does sting mm. um i'm not going to come up with specific examples of this because i don't think that you should be sharing that kind of stuff no. but um i have uh if i get upset about a review i will uh probably talk about it privately and not publicly because <laughs> i don't think that it's okay it's like if you're seen as an author who bashes reviewers, then people are not going to pick. That's not very professional, I don't think. And, you know, that's my personal opinion. I don't know about anyone else. <laughs> I, to I totally agree. Um, I, uh, as, a, as a reader, my huge frustration is uh, going on Goodreads. And basically, uh, to me, Goodreads is, uh, it's, it's like the Hunger Games. Um, of reviews i just i find <laughs> I, I just find there is a lot of um obviously goodreads is it's quite open like you can swear and stuff in your reviews i've seen that i've seen a lot of intensity in people's opinions about books and stuff but um i what i absolutely hate is really unconstructive criticism um where reviewers will will insult the author i find that so upsetting and it always gives me massive anxiety because i'm like oh my goodness um i can't believe there's people like this um who pick on authors like this and then it makes me worried about what happens when i publish eventually um how i'm gonna deal with a really negative review where it's not necessarily my work that well it, it would be my work that they criticize but also maybe my intelligence i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> like my work <laughs> like my worst is um I, i've got to say this sarah but um i'm afraid of being criticized for not being british enough um because of something that sarah had once in um, a review which wasn't very pleasant it was very very strange i find that absolutely bizarre um it is it's bizarre to me but no honestly um goodreads gives me anxiety like you wouldn't believe and i know what you say sarah about um reviews not being for the author but they're being they're for other people to kind of promote the work and get them to be intrigued by the writer's work when i write reviews i actually tend to i i think i do this anyway i tend to try and make it an, a balance of uh, feedback where i will praise the author 
for particular things so it, in a way it is it is for the the author because that's the kind of person that I am I think I don't know if that's if it's just if other people do this but I, I do tend to if I feel that a writer has impressed me with their language or the plot or something like um like a, a twist that's completely blown my mind then I will praise the author immensely I often thank the author as well because I find that it's it's nice it's like my little message to them to say thank you for writing this story that impacted me in some way because I think um I think it's nice for a, a writer to hear that from a reader I think that's like the greatest compliment and and I I know that I'm I'm notorious for giving like five star reviews because I I don't I don't tend to give like below five stars, but I then again I don't review every book that I read. I'm quite a careful reviewer. I choose to review what books, what books I I want because um, that's just <laughs> I'm just weird that way. But yeah, I don't think that's I don't think anyone complains about that. <laughs> five star reviews no, no. <laughs> people like you but it, it i mean it has to the thing is it, it has to <laughs> impact me in a way because i i i have like yeah. i don't make a note of all the books that i'm reading on goodreads um so i have like maybe six other books that i'm i've got on my kindle but i haven't put them as currently reading on goodreads because at the moment i'm not entirely sure like how I'd feel about the book so and and oh yeah and I have to say I'm more I'm more likely to review indie authors books as opposed to other authors who are well known like who have like millions and thousands of people adoring their work and that's because I like to show support to indie indie um, authors that's just it's just who I am I I like to pick up indie authors books and be like I may like this I may not we'll see and then if it impacts me then I'll review it and I'll be honest because I don't ever lie in my reviews if I don't like a book I will not review it <laughs> I will just be like I'm just gonna put that aside and let that fade into <laughs> into wherever it will fade but I won't ever make it like public knowledge I'm very careful as a, as a, as a reviewer. I'm really, really careful. I'm <laughs> yeah, I am. I, 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 I'm, I'm very different from Sarah. Sarah's a savage, but we know this already. Like I've seen some of her reviews. Sarah the savage. Honestly, I've seen some of her reviews for books, and I'm like, damn, you went there with the with the like three stars, with the two stars, with the what is going on? Oh my god, no, but um. Most of the time, Sarah tells me about books that she's read where she's had to, like, she can't continue because it's, like, you know, something's just gotten to her immensely. Um, so I often hear about these books. And I'm like, oh. Um, but I like Sarah for that, actually, because she's not afraid to say how a book has made her feel, whereas I'm I'm afraid of... I'm, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not... I'm not confident... I guess in 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 just like giving three stars and stuff to books I don't like. I'd rather just not say. I don't know if that's merciful or, or me being a coward. I don't really know, but 
I just I just wouldn't want to do that. But yeah. What about you, Cap? Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. Late reason I was over here. It's been too long since I've Sorry. When it comes to what well, I am awkward. <laughs> I was telling Sean that, like, he was saying, you know, I had listened to him just the other day, and you guys had him on. And then so I was like, I'm, I told him, I was like, I'm listening to you squirm right now because they're saying good things about you. <laughs> And then I was like, well, you can listen to me be awkward because I am totally awkward. Anyone who's read One Drunk Text will know that the reflecting of Corinne's awkwardness is definitely a Really? And so, <laughs> totally awkward. <laughs> but then again, like, I, I haven't spoken to you before. This is the first time. So I don't get a, get a vibe from you. But um, it's sweet. I really loved One Drunk Text, by the way. It's such a lovely book. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, and you reviewed it. I did. It. So that was awesome. <laughs> Speaking of reviews. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I I haven't gotten a very bad review yet, and I just don't have enough yet because I know one's coming, and I think every author just prepares himself for that. You just know that, I mean, it's going to happen yeah, eventually. Yeah, I think. <laughs> and then we're just, we're just kind of ready <laughs> with our, like, tough skin and waiting mm. for it. But um, my writer's group, like I, I run a writer's group, and they say that um, when you get your first one star, that's a good thing. So I'm like, hmm. Because it means you've, you know, whatever. I guess it means you've... You've made it? You haven't. You've, you've, and you've, um, I think strong reactions are um, a good thing, whether it's negative or not. <laughs> Even if it is negative. It's a strong reaction, so evoking any kind of strong reaction in a reader kind of means you did This is that. true. No, Maybe. actually. At least you evoke yeah. something. No, I would uh, agree <laughs> but, with that completely. Yeah, you made, them, you made them feel passionately, even if it was kind of not the best kind of passion. <laughs> and, and you know what? They read it to the end. It was so bad, but you, most of the time they kept reading it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and, and I always wonder about reviewers like that. I've seen that where they have bashed a book and then they're like, oh, I don't think I'm going to read the next book from this author. And then they read the next book and I'm like, oh, wait, wait a minute, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just like, I really have to. And then they reviewed that second book and it's really bad. It's like they tear into it. And I'm thinking, I bet you're going to read the third book, like for sure. I just, do you know what? I, I don't know. I don't know about some of these readers. I feel like some of them are just trolls. Um, it just really gets to me when I, when I just, I don't, I don't know what it is. I've just, it's not even my work either. I just get that way when I see. There, there, I think there's a difference between people being honest and then people just being nasty. Um. I yeah. think that there's a huge difference and you can tell in, in what you're reading and it's just, I don't know. I, I, I prefer um, it when they say, oh, I would have given like three stars or I would have given two stars if the author did X, Y, and Z. Um, that's fine because you've given a reason. You, you've kind of said like, you know, what you would have preferred to have seen in this story, what it, what, 
something would have done for you in order for you to boost up your review rather than someone just saying i think that this plot is absolutely ridiculous like how is this believable and, and it's like oh my goodness oh my goodness but also there's one and i keep losing my train of thought it's when and this is solely on the reader for just being really really silly and not paying attention but they pick up a romance book and this i i'm only going to talk about romance books because on goodreads i can see a lot of i when i like focus on liking romance books and stuff like that i i look at the reviews so that's what i'm talking about particularly romance books where they pick up a romance book and the author has actually stated there are trigger warnings and this is a dark romance or you know this this is a this has a cliffhanger at the end of it but the reader doesn't pay attention to that and then they go into this book and then they're like i didn't i didn't know that this was going to be so dark or i can't believe that this was a cliffhanger the author didn't say that and i'm like you just how can you like lower your review <laughs> I, I just don't like it. To me, it doesn't make any sense. You've just wasted everyone's time reading this book because you've not paid attention and then you've you've just given like two stars or something. It's just a waste to me. It's just like, for goodness sake, it just gets to me. And that's just as a reader, I'm just like, oh, these people. I'm sorry, a little bit ranty. But... Uh, I feel very strongly on the subject of reviews, clearly. I am. I haven't even published. Like, I haven't even gotten a review or anything. But it's just what I see. What I see frustrates me so much. Oh, my Oh my goodness. It really does. And uh, I see, like, Sarah's side, too. Like, I don't... Um, if I actually, I know what I said about the one star reviews, but it's like a two-sided coin, you know, because then your actual emotions are involved in that story. And I feel like, um, getting the one star or just a bad, just a bad review in general to, at the same time, it would be hard for me to just like, you know, show the business side and not get yeah. emotionally wounded by it. Cool. <laughs> appreciate, you know, appreciate the review and the, reviewee a reviewer <laughs> and um and not not take it personally like i think it's hard for us to but if you can um just look at it as the business perspective mm. of it i think that's pretty pretty much i think so and shows your growth as an author that's true i think when i do publish i think i'm going to repeat an affirmation of i'm doing this for me um just so that I'm not, I don't get it in my head that I want like so many people to like my story because at the end of the day, I'm writing for me because it's my dream. It's, it's, it's within me to want to write stories and see my books on a shelf. Um, it's, it's my ultimate dream. It's what I love to do. I love to create stories and it's more about writing is for me is more about creating these beautiful stories that yeah that do have readers like thinking oh this is so sweet or this is so great or you know i that that'd be wonderful for me but at the end of the day i just have to think to myself this is my achievement and no matter what anyone says it will always be an achievement to me 
because you know it's 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 part of me so i think um i don't know it's just so nerve-wracking to think oh i'm gonna get published and then something like these negative reviews will come or something may not happen but it, it probably will but um it's just about getting used to it, I guess, and not letting it touch you. So yeah, I totally agree. Not all not all of them are, are bad. I've seen so many authors go on Twitter and say, I've got my first one star, and they celebrate it because, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I've seen you. it. They proper celebrate. They're like, does this mean I've made it? Like, someone, like <laughs> sometimes these reviews are just like one word where... <laughs> Where it's like the, the reviewer says okay, and it's like one star, and I'm like, what is this? I'm like, what is this? That makes no sense. You've said nothing. Okay, okay, what? <laughs> what? I don't know. I, I I see it. This is what I mean. I've seen it, and uh, oh, good reads, good reads. Honestly, I feel so new because like I didn't even know about the good reads review world and then my writers group told me about it and I went and started like investigating and I was like oh wow <laughs> when I started mm. actually reading the reviews and how lengthy mm. they can be very lengthy and detailed and they can go on and they can rant yeah I didn't know that before it's true like sometimes reviewers get all fancy with it and they put like gifts and stuff and they really I mean depending on whether it's a good review or a bad review some some uh, readers have a lot of time on their hands where they would literally they'll go all out to uh justify their reasons behind reviewing this book i've seen um really funny um reviews actually on goodreads but at the same time i can understand why someone has received such negative reviews because of all the examples that are within their work that is just absolutely bizarre and makes no sense and has really bad reviews like low stars um and i've seen sarah sometimes sends me like funny um reviews and stuff and i it's just it's just it's not even mean it's not it's not insulting as such but i think it's just when you read it you're like oh my goodness and and it's when it's when the reviewer starts quoting stuff from the book you're like oh wow i can see i see now i understand and then it's kind of very very cringeworthy but yeah sorry i've talked sorry that so is, uh... much <laughs> <laughs> <We're looking. laughs> this, this is yeah definitely... and you have such a pleasant no. voice like i like to listen to your guys <laughs> Like, your voices are like soothing i'm just gonna say and... this i i cannot listen to an episode i can't listen to my voice really? i never i never listen back i never listen back oh my god yeah that's it that's me and my own voice i think everyone feels like that about their own voice yeah but your guys voices are so soothing and i was like oh god i'm about to join <laughs> and i don't have a voice like that <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, For a Good Time Call? I think it's a movie. I think it's called For a Good Time Call. Um, I think that's the title. No, I haven't. And they're like, they're like call games. <laughs> Not that this is anything related to the podcast. 
But anyway, they have really pleasant voices, and I kind of think that about you guys. I'm like, God, they could be tall girls. <laughs> oh my God. No. Uh, Do you know what? Okay. I w- Do you know what? I, I will actually say this. That's a compliment. <laughs> One time. Oh my God, I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> On this show, you can't even? I'm before I heard you guys. It's it's before, compliments. So. <laughs> it's compliments. I can't I can't do that. <laughs> oh, that's why you can't even. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like I but, I remember um a few years ago when I finished uni, I wanted to dip my toe into the publishing industry. So I was doing internships and I was doing one for a publishing company and uh I hadn't been answering the phone because I had no telephone etiquette. And uh, the the admin, basically, my manager was like, you need to start answering the phone. And I was like, oh, my God, okay. And um, I remember, <laughs> I remember I had what I had to say. Like, you know, when you pick up the phone and you're working for a company, you say, like, good afternoon, blah, 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 blah. How can I help? Um, so mm-hmm. that was like my standard greeting. And I picked up the phone and I said my greeting and there was this long pause and this man said, I'm really sorry, but you have such a lovely voice, like a really beautiful <laughs> voice. And I was like, what do I say to that? I don't know what to say. I was like, um, uh, thank you. <laughs> he was like, yeah, okay. Um, sorry, I'm just calling for X, Y, and Z. I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll wow. see if I can help you. And then um, I said, okay, I'll put you through to this person. And then he was like, yeah, okay, um, have a nice day. I was like, okay, thanks, you too. And I was just like, so that was like the most (laughs) random thing ever. I was like, what the hell is that? No, honestly, what do you say? And like, so what is absolutely hilarious is I started working for the hospital. And again, I had to answer the phone and stuff. And um, my partner he he worked for the hospital as well so he had my extension number and one time he called me and I didn't know it was him so I answered with the greeting and he was like you have amazing voice and I'm like what is going on and I didn't even know it was him and I was like oh my god and you know when like there's an awkward silence on the phone because you're like how do you how what do you say and then he was like, I'm just messing with you. I was oh. like, what are you doing? Stop this. But this happens. Why am I not surprised? No, it, it, it just, yeah. He, he's not okay. <laughs> he sounds playful, so that sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yes. But yeah. We haven't got to hear from you enough, Oh, Sarah. God, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I don't know what's happened. This is the most I think I've talked on any episode. No, I feel like, I feel like I'm talking more, too. <laughs> I feel like we, I'm like, where's Sarah? <laughs> sorry, just Sarah. listening. I was just listening. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> For once, because right. it's normally you me can... talking the entire time. Oh, you like? Oh, she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want? Do you actually want me to like say something? Because I can, you know. Oh, I just no, like, no. no I just, I, just right. I don't know if Sarah's like trying to say something, and I'm like not. Stopping. Nah, bro, I'm not trying to. Say... No, no, I can say something. Obviously, um, I uh, let's actually go back to the topic at hand rather than talking about our voices. Because... Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. 
I'm the one who has to edit these podcasts and I have to listen to everyone's voices again, including my own. Oh, so no. I, I'm the one. So no, no, it's fine. I've kind of got used to having to listen to my own voice. <laughs> oh, wait, I do. I do have one more thing to say okay. um, about the topic, though. Yes. <laughs> right. So this is. <laughs> okay. This is something that I've seen as well that mm-hmm. I always wonder whether it's whether it's right to do or not to do, okay? Where I've seen indie authors tweet and say, I've received this review from this person, but I don't think it's I don't think it's accurate. I don't think it's right. I don't believe in their review and I feel like I need to say something to them so they can change their review. No. And, and I'm like No. <laughs> I'm bad like, how do you do that like how can you, why would you do that but it's like <laughs> it just baffles me and i'm like is this normal practice because i would no. never ever do that no <laughs> no, <laughs> no. i've never thought of that before honestly and, no, and then, yeah it. I've, yeah it's it's not okay i know very no, very okay. go, go on you should never, ever, ever, ever respond to a review, ever. Unless it's like, yeah. unless the only time I've ever responded to a review was because they were asking if I had more books. And I said, and so I literally just said, yes, there are more books coming. That wasn't even about the, the review of that book. But I've ne- I don't respond to reviews. It's just, that is the biggest no-no as any author, whether you're an indie, a hybrid or traditional published, do not respond to reviews. It's just it's not worth it and when people see that you just don't they'll they will not like it it's just not no i'm sorry if i sounded really stern right no, now, no it's okay this is the subject <laughs> that really really pisses me off because i'm like you do not look like a professional if you do that you're not graciously taking the fact that it's like when we publish not everyone's gonna like your book you know you've just got to put yourself in a reader's shoes you don't like every book so why would why would everyone therefore like your book it's not that it's not a difficult sub concept to understand and i just find it incredibly arrogant when people go oh i'm going to respond to this review i'm like why would you do that like do you do you want to make yourself look bad because that's all you're doing and that then invites trolls into your life. And I have seen it happen. And I'm like, do not invite trolls into your life. That's not going to help you. This is going to get you a bunch of one-star reviews in retaliation. So don't do it. Like, my advice is just don't. Do not engage in that respect. So what happens if um, a reviewer has written a really positive review? Are you and not allowed? It, can you just like it, or do you, are you not allowed to comment? And say I used to like them, and now they don't anymore. Because actually, I don't think that my I just don't I just don't engage anymore because I yeah. don't think that it's I have well one I have now got too many several books and too many to to sit there. I don't have time to do it. Yeah, and two, it's just like what it doesn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't need to do that. Um, the only time I ever really acknowledge a review is if someone's tagged me in a positive review on social media and I just thank them. Mm-hmm. But I don't say, or they tell me that they, you know, I've had people like message me and say that I really enjoyed your book and I'm like, thank you. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I will not engage further than that because I don't, unless they want to talk to me about the book, I'm happy to. Yeah. 
but like I would uh you know it's it's perfectly fine to like acknowledge it if someone's tagged you in a positive review and say thank you because that's you know you're just wanting to be like nice and yeah I think actually it's quite professional to do that whereas like just if you've not if the reviewer has not engaged with you don't therefore insert yourself in and engage with them you know let your let your readers come to you because that's um I think it the more obviously because I've been doing this for over two years now I kind of reached a point where I'm like well if if a reviewer wants to reach it reach out to me that's fine but if they don't then I'm not going to like say anything because mine you know once you release your book into the wild it therefore becomes a it's no longer it is your still your book but it's no longer really your book if that makes sense because it's now readers can interpret it any way they want and you don't really have a choice in that manner because you know you put yourself out there you are going to get people who don't like your book and you're also going to get people who love your book and that's what I prefer to concentrate on the fact that most people like that who read my book enjoy it because Mm -hmm. then they read more of my books if you if you focus on the negative reviews you're just gonna get yourself into a mess and it's not it's not it's really not worth it honestly I'm not going to tell you that getting a negative review isn't horrible the first time I got one I was actually really upset about it because I was like this you know someone doesn't like my book and they you know oh my god and then I realized actually that doesn't in the grand scheme of things it doesn't really matter like you know what you get one one star but then you've got like 55 star reviews why would then that one star review really matter if you think about it but yeah I'm not gonna lie and say that getting negative reviews is it's very unpleasant on the author because that's your work you've put your heart and soul into it or at least most writers do um and it's in a way an extension of you but then you've kind of got to realize that you've got to separate the art from the artist and as a reader you've got to do that but also as an author you have to because you know you invite you put you publish you're inviting people into your piece of art and it's like with you know paint going to a museum and seeing paintings or a gallery people are going to judge your work mm-hmm. that's just what art, i'm afraid that's what happens with art <laughs> no of course yeah so yeah my opinion on it is don't ever respond to reviewers don't don't engage unless they engage with you and tell you that they, they enjoy your work then of course thank them you don't have to engage further than that unless they want to you know but obviously always try and be gracious as an author I think it's the biggest thing is yeah because you don't I just don't see the point in in getting aggravated by these things because you're just gonna you then feel like shit and that's not a pleasant feeling and then you're gonna get like I've seen this happen I've seen people go on about reviews on Goodreads or sorry on Twitter or social media and then they get then that invites trolls into your life and then they get one starred and I'm like and the person's not even read the book on Goodreads and it's like why would you why would you invite that into your life like you're asking for trouble yeah exactly when you get a bit too you know cocky mm. with it and you just like and it's, it's incredibly arrogant yeah to think that you know everyone's gonna love your book it's like what you don't even love every book you read so why would it be the same for your book like that doesn't make any sense to me um so yeah that's 
my two cents on that subject, I guess. It's very helpful, thank you. Well, well hopefully. Like, yes, I'm not, if your feelings get hurt over a one-star review, that is perfectly acceptable. You know, I'm not saying don't be hurt, because you probably will be, but don't, don't be public about it. Talk to your friends, talk to your fellow authors, mm. do it behind do it in private, essentially. Don't don't put your don't put it out for the world to see because yeah, we all know re bad reviews hurt, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you still got you're you're a professional, so you've got to kind of take it on the chin. I that sounds really harsh, but it, it's if you were like, it's like in any job, you can't just go around, you know, if you worked in customer service and someone said, you, you're a shitty customer service representative, you kind of just have to go, okay, I understand that. But yeah, I mean, you're not going to like quit your job. Exactly. You're not going to like have a go at your customer. So why would you then do, why would you do the, then do the same as a writer to your readers? That it, to, to me, it's like your readers are your customers. You, it's the same principle. and. Yeah, I've just seen so many people get into these situations where they respond to reviews or they talk about reviews or negative reviews, and then they get in. Then then there's this whole discourse about it, and then then they get trolls following them. And I'm just like, oh, you know. And I've even seen like writers who are like quite big indie authors. Um, this actually happened. I'm not going to name the name of the author. But I was in their reader group on Facebook and then they started having a go about their latest. They, they'd sent out uh, uh, ARC reviews, advanced reader copies, and then someone had um, like given them three stars. And there were, admittedly, there were spoilers in it. And I can understand why that would annoy the, because on Goodreads, you can mark that they're spoilers in that part of the review. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, don't put spoilers in your reviews. Okay, that's not really okay. But she had, she then, <laughs> fine, I can understand that as a criticism. But if you then go and then go on to your readers group and then have a, have a go at this person over it and say, you shouldn't be posting this shit. And when I went then and found this review and I saw it was three stars, I was like, you're just making yourself look bad. You're making yourself look like you are telling people they can't rate your book three stars as opposed to, don't put spoilers on your book and I was like I don't respect you as an author anymore because of that and I then no longer read that person's books and I no longer um uh I left their Facebook group so I'm like I'm not gonna that's that's like and then the worst part about it is her readers then went after this person on Goodreads oh, and I'm no. like don't send your readers after other authors other don't send your readers after other people that's just like bullying and yeah, it's like a little witch hunt, isn't it? Exactly. And listen, I don't think that that's okay. And that's why I have taken, I will always recommend do not respond to reviews. Yeah. Don't say anything to other people. Don't, you know, yes, you can like show off your positive reviews. Fine. If you want to do that, that's great. But don't, don't, don't get engaged. Don't get into this thing where you're, because you're just going to make yourself look bad. And why would you want to do that? Like, why? You want people to want to read you. You want to, people to see you and respect you as an author. And if you do shit like this, I it just makes me lose respect for that person. And so I can imagine it makes other people lose respect. And I've actually seen this happen where uh, other reviews come, came in and they were like, I've seen this author do this. I'm never going to read them again because they've sent their 
their uh, readers after a review and I don't think yeah. it's okay and I'm like well you're just making your you're just digging yourself a hole do you think maybe that's why there's this thing where they say that authors shouldn't review books because let's say you as a author you have your own books mm-hmm. and then you read a book um who obviously has like a massive fan base yeah and you didn't quite like it and then you come out with the one star review mm-hmm. and then all the crazy fangirls and fanboys go after you and start then tearing into your work do you think that that's why there's this apparent thing in the ether about authors not authors uh, not being allowed to to i think there's something to do i think there's there are a lot of reasons why people say authors shouldn't review other people's books. Um, there is kind of a there's a thing where you're if you're be seen to reviewing your competition that doesn't look good on you. If you're be seen to be deliberately trashing other authors, that doesn't look good on you. People think that it's not supportive if you don't re- review your fellow authors five stars. Those types of things, and I say to that, well, that's bullshit because one, I'm not here to make other people look good if they're if I don't like their books. Mm. Um, this is just on a personal level. Mm-hmm. I do, I am a supportive person. I want to support the community. I want to support other writers, but that doesn't mean that every book I'm going to read I like. Mm. My policy on reviewing books probably going to be <laughs> some people won't agree with it, and that's fine. I don't review books that I don't finish because I don't believe that I can review a book I haven't finished because I haven't seen the full product. And two, I will, I don't review everything. I will say this. I don't review everything I read. Um, If I really don't like the book and I know the person or I know the author, I probably won't review it Yeah, because I don't want to invite that sort of problem into my, between us. Yeah, I agree with you on that. That's the same for me. I don't I don't say that I'm reading the person's book. I don't say anything because I just don't think that that's I don't want to get into that situation. Mm-hmm. But as we know, I have reviewed books from people I don't know and I've given them low starred reviews because I didn't enjoy the book. I will never bash the author personally. I will never talk about the author personally, particularly other than to say, you know, I enjoyed some of their other books, but I didn't like this one. I will never say anything negative about the personal on a personal level about the author. It's all about how I felt about the story. Um, some people might have seen my one-star reviews on some books, um, <laughs> one or two stars, and I can be quite blunt and savage, as Sabah <laughs> said. However, it is only ever related to the story and how I do, and how that story made me feel. And it's that is my policy: is that I will review books if I don't like them, and I will say why I don't like them, and. But it has nothing to do with the author. I don't have any beef with the author as a personal level, you know, because I know that not everyone likes my books. The same applies to everyone else. And I would, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I was a reader long before I became a writer. Mm. And I strongly believe that I'm still a reader and I still should be able to enjoy books and rate them and review them in the way that I feel that I you know and give my true feelings because at the end of the day my reviews are not for the author they're for the readers and if someone else doesn't like that well they feel free to have a go at me about it and I'll just be like well that's your problem (laughs) not mine (laughs) but I'm like that about anything in life if someone has a problem unless I you know it's not on me to kind of uh soothe 
someone else's feelings because I didn't I don't write these things to deliberately offend people or say nasty things I don't want to I don't want to write bad reviews that's not what I set out to do but if I don't like a book then how am I you know if I'm not honest about it then I don't feel like I'm being genuine as a person and I believe in being authentic and genuine so that's my that's my position on it if you don't like it fine that's 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 <laughs> fine i i can understand why some people don't do that they don't want to review but give a bad review to a book i respect that position but i have to say to people well you have to respect my position as well because i'm not doing this to be a, a dick i'm just being honest and in a world where you know people get offended for bad for everything honesty is a hard thing to come by sometimes yes I agree. <laughs> you know, we live in a world where everyone gets offended by everything. And I'm just like, well, I just, I just don't care anymore. Like, you can be offended. I don't set out to offend people, but I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? And I can apologize, but at the end of the day, you, you, you just made the decision to be offended by what I said. I've never, <laughs> like, like, I never say anything that's like outly, horribly offensive to people like I'm not you know I don't say anything about people's I don't know anyway let's not get into that side of things <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there you go but have I talked enough now <laughs> yes <we've heard laughs> okay <now>. good <laughs> but yeah I feel like um I agree with you there about um I mean people are entitled to their opinion and I don't think an author should I mean, I should just respect that. Like, mm. it's for the book, it's for the reader. So, I, I believe that. And then, um, I think you guys are really graceful about reviews, actually. But I am gonna <laughs> check out um, Sarah's one star reviews now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I kind of want to see them. <laughs> well, uh, some of them are quite uh, brutal. As I would say, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Some of them are quite but, brutal. I'm just, I'm just, as an author, I'm just grateful when someone takes the time to review my book. I'm just already grateful. So, I mean, I guess when I get a bad one, I'll know how I really feel. <laughs> True. <laughs> but I'm already happy. I'm like, thank you. You took time, you know, to e express how you felt. There's a, uh, there's a Jack Sparrow um, gif that it's probably like it's my favorite where he's like but you have heard of me like because, you know in the movie like they're like you're the worst pirate i've ever heard of and he's like but you have heard of me so it's like who i think of that in some way when someone comes at you for something you're just like hmm. but you're taking the time to say this to me so you well, know you did read my book you. <laughs> you did read my book well, actually me and Sarah were talking about uh, one of my <laughs> I had some negative reviews recently and means I was telling Sam about it. I try not actually try not to tell you about it because I know how you feel. About oh, I get so triggered. <laughs> she gets so triggered. <laughs> oh, it's fine. This person's just, you know, whatever. And then Sam just goes off on one and I'm like, whoa, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> but I did have, uh, as Sam said, someone actually... I'm not going to, again, I don't want to like name names, don't want to talk about this too much, but I did actually have someone accuse me of not being, like, being an American, who was writing Bridget characters, and I was like, 
okay, that's the weirdest criticism I've ever had in my life. Like, did you even go and look at my profile? Because it quite clearly states about okay, uh, okay. I'm not going to say what else they said. However, I was just thought it was like the weirdest criticism I've ever received. And that, and that was like in a personal, you know, yeah. a personal observation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why did you need to go there? Like, also, what, that's <laughs> inaccurate. Um, yeah. To, did you even take, you know, why? Why, why bring that into it? It's not. You know, and I just, the funny thing about it is, yes, I, I do. I am British, but I think people don't realize how much each other's cultures have kind of blended into each other. Um, yeah. And that sometimes, yes, I will use words. I will say words that are probably Americanism just because I've been exposed to American culture so heavily throughout my entire life that sometimes it, I do say things that are probably seem to be as American and I'm like so do a lot of people I know who are British and I just don't see why this would be a negative you know anyway anyway we won't we won't discuss any further but but my point is that people I have received personal insults or personal observations against me and I'm just like why 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 did you feel that you put this in there like one go and look at what who go and make sure that you actually are being accurate <laughs> it's true because they can, yeah, they can. <laughs> and i just kind of well fine if that's how you feel whatever but like you know i, I like i said i have received personal stuff leveled at me like one time someone said to me someone said in a review that they are that the author must not be as bloodthirsty as i am because they didn't kill off this certain (laughs) character i'm like jesus christ (laughs) 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 i've only read one of your books sarah so i'm like I, but I've noticed they seem kind of intense too. So I was wondering if your readers are equally as intense. I think some of them are actually. <laughs> I mean, a hundred percent. Like I'm really bloodthirsty, um, and so I, hmm. I do ask for that. I mean, I don't ask Sarah for it because you know. But like when there is scenes of intensity, I'm just like yes. But um, oh, yeah. um but I just think. I don't. I can understand because, like, I don't. I don't shy away from topics such as people killing each other. I have to admit, there have been deaths in my books, but I don't think that it's always appropriate to kill everyone off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, not always. And I'm like, what? I was just the funny thing. What is this? Like, this person? Yes, he's probably one of the most hor- horror horrifying characters I've ever written. I'm not going to lie. He was a villain. However, I was like, he went to prison. Uh, so I don't know, like, what you else you expected me to do. Like, do you want me to have him killed off in prison? Like, dude, chill. Like, I'm, I, <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I would have, I would have happily seen that character die. But that's just, that's just oh. like, <laughs> but you, you weren't like going to get upset about with no, it, no, 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 <laughs> no. I, I remember saying to Sarah. I remember actually. I remember you saying, Sarah. Um, I want him to die, but like, um, 
<laughs> Wait, Sab, can I call Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd much, I'd much prefer Sab, okay. definitely, yeah. Did you, okay, I'm still, I'm still, you know, holding on to the fact that you said, did you say you were bloodthirsty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I know, I, I know, I don't come across it, probably, in, in the podcast no. episodes, but I'm no. fully, yeah, I've got my pirate series, and uh, there's a lot of death in that, like, oh. there's a lot, there's a lot. They, they don't, they don't even think twice about it, it's like, you know, they're pirates. They're, they're pirates. <laughs> yeah, they're oh, pirates, they're like, I, I actually love it, I love it, I, I don't know. She is, she is like... Sab's actually really, really brutal and savage, but she doesn't show it. it. It's I thought you were the savage one. I thought it was the ones you don't expect. Oh no, no, no. we're, we're <laughs> both call each other the savage sisters. Yeah, we're both really, really oh. bad. But we probably just, just yeah. It's just not. I I think what it is is Sab cares more about not looking savage, whereas I'm like I don't really care what people think of me. So if I'm going to be savage, uh, okay. Whereas Sab's just like I don't want people to think I'm savage, and I'm like. But you are savage. I have no. to listen to the savagery. <laughs> yeah, Sarah gets it every single day. I can be really, oh my really gosh, bad. But, but okay. I'm I'm only yeah. like that with people that I get close to. Things. Yeah, you are. Like, yeah, it's Yeah. Apparently now I'm like a public savage. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to do it. I get these like long when Sab's driving home from work. I get these long voice notes, and then suddenly, whilst she's, she's talking, she'll suddenly like go off on one about because she's got okay. Do you mind me admitting telling everyone that you have what, Sab what? has really bad road rage? I really have road rage, yeah, <laughs> like really, like really intense. Really like, it's really funny. Should be, this is so funny. She'll be talking about the subject, and suddenly you know, she'll just be like, go off on one. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus, not this again. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes her husband could like hear this in the, in the voice note. He's like, <laughs> He's like I, what? I, I forget that he can hear what I'm saying. Sometimes I'll just be in the room with my husband, and I'll be playing the voice note, suddenly this, and then he's just like, what? He's like, He's like, is Sab okay? And I'm like, yeah, she's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm thinking, no, no, that's what it is. Driving in London. No. Mm-hmm. I, I swear, I could have had the best day ever. Just chilled. But as soon as I get behind the wheel, they're just, they're just, oh, God. They're just, oh. To be fair, though, like, Sam, I used to have bad road rage when I was down south. Now I live in Scotland where no one is... There's not that many bad drivers. I don't get it. It's bad. Tara, you don't even voice note me when you're driving anymore. Like, because I don't. I really don't go. You don't go anywhere. I don't go anywhere because there's nowhere for me to fucking go. We've been in lockdown for how many months? Hey, in Scotland, okay, there was a five mile driving limit. You couldn't go anywhere, and now I live in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, where am I supposed to go? Like. And the only other time I've been in the car in the last kind of since March is to drive my husband to the to the shops, which is like three, two or three miles away, or five minutes away. I'm not going to be road raging in the car when there's no one on the road, you know. Road, road raging the geese, the geese that like go by <laughs> on the ducks. <laughs> hey man, they stay in the duck pond, so I don't even road rage about them. The only animals that I see on the in the drive is cows and sheep, and they're not really doing anything. 
Oh my gosh, where you? Okay, so Sarah, you live in like kind of like my dream place, by the way. Um, Scotland, I'm kind of obsessed with. I do, I live in the middle of nowhere in Scotland. No, I live in the Highlands, and I actually live in the proper. Oh, like that's genuine. That's awesome. Um, so that yeah, and uh, there's about what I think in my town there's about uh, fourteen hundred people. Not very much. Mm-hmm. Not very much at all. I live in a smaller town. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So when you guys were you guys were talking about um uh, was this the last episode? Gosh, I can't keep up. <laughs> um, you guys were talking about uh, was it you guys? God, I don't even remember. About how um people are friendly. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Is that lot. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, that's how it is oh. here. <laughs> So I was like, um, yeah, so I was from uh, the city, um, Los Angeles, that's where mm-hmm. I'm from, and we moved here, and um, when we moved, it was like, I think it was like what Stab said, how people, like, I don't know who said it, but people in England are more like, um, if you smile at them, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so when I came here, it was the same thing, everyone was smiling and waving, and and I was just like, why, who is that? Do we know them? Why, why are they waving at me? <laughs> and I had to learn to the same thing. Like, oh, they're yeah. friendly. <laughs> you have to kind of like get used to it and adjust to it. Yeah. Like funny. It's really funny. It's actually, it's not all, the entirety of England. It's actually the Southeast of England where <laughs> this okay. bubble of, of London and the surrounding area. <laughs> the worst part. <laughs> It's just like people are just savages out there in the streets. It's so true. Because so I, w- I was um, born and raised in the south of England. Uh, not I wasn't born in London, but I was born south of London. And so it's not quite as bad, but it's still quite bad there. So I was used to this kind of, you know, everyone doesn't talk to each other. You don't look at each other type thing. And then when I first moved up to Scotland when I was a teenager, um because my mom my mom lives up here i was kind of like taken aback by how friendly everyone was and how nice people (laughs) why are you being nice to me this is not normal and then i had to get used to it and then then i would and when then i went back down south and everyone was uh, because i lived back down south again everyone was really miserable and i was just like i'm not used to this anymore and then i had to get back (laughs) used to people being horrible miserable bastards to each other and then, of course, when me and my husband moved up to Scotland again, and I was, I was like, "Oh, everyone's going to be really nice because we're going to live in a really small town." And like, he was just like really weirded out by it. And I, he's used to it now because we've been here like a year and a half. But um, yeah, it was an a tr- it's a transition, <laughs> mm-hmm. and especially a rural anyway. area. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I would fit in well in Scotland because it's basically like coming from where I am now. And I, I was telling um, Sal, I, I think I kind of weirded her out because I don't have like any graceful or like subtle way to say things. I usually just say them. And I was like, hey, where do you live? And she was like, um, why? And I was like, oh, I just want to know how far you guys are apart because you're best friends. And she was like, oh, okay. She was like, why are you going to visit? And I was like, I want to. <laughs> No, honestly. Um, oh, we London, we London. used to be closer. Oh, yeah, yeah. It used to be. Yeah, it was like, how how far away was it when you used to live? I think it used to be like, uh, it took me like about 40 minutes to get a train into London. It wasn't, yeah. 
But even that funny thing is now it's like an hour plane ride. (laughs) (laughs) So technically we're not although I have to then drive an hour to the airport. So there's that as well. It's not it's not actually too bad. When I got on the plane to go and visit Sarah, it was um it was less than an hour. I was really impressed. I was like, I've got time to write. But then I blinked and then I was there. I was like, what? <laughs> it's but, really uh, fast. Actually. Yeah, it, it really is. And it was just, it's very comfortable. I really enjoy it. I love Scotland. Oh, I didn't yeah. want to go back. I didn't well, want to the go UK, The UK is quite a lot smaller than America. So flying take very long. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> well, if you're doing domestic flights anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even need to whip up my passport. It was amazing. It was like, I was so anxious because, you know, when you go to the airport, you're like, do you get your passport? But I didn't need a passport to get to uh, Scotland because it's a domestic flight. And I was just like really amazed by that. I kept thinking any minute now they're going to ask my passport, but they didn't. No, they don't. You can go on as long as you have like photo ID. They don't really care what it is. (laughs) Well, they do, but there's certain IDs that you have to use, like your driving license that you can do that. But um. I usually take my passport anyway, but yeah, not that I've flown in like, <laughs> I haven't flown for ages. I was meant to go down and see Sab in, in April, but however, when we, we went into lockdown, so that that kind of was put scuffed yeah. to those plans. <laughs> bummer. That's a bummer. And then of course, the two, our two countries had different lockdown procedures, so then there's yeah. that as well always got to be different ah uh, uh, well we won't let's not talk about the the comparison between england and scotland i will say you guys are better okay i'll say i'll just throw it out there you guys are better in terms of your rules for <laughs> lockdown compared to us yeah. it's just like, oh. well we're still we're technically still in this in one of the stages of lockdown so we're not fully open yet as a country um so we've been eased out of it and we don't i think like we haven't had we don't have as many cases in Scotland, but then again, our population is a lot smaller. Mm. I think the last kind of consensus here, there's about 7 million people who live in Scotland in comparison to like 60 million people who live in England or whatever, how many million people it is. So that kind of shows you the difference. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's not talk about our governments. We've gone off completely off topic now. <laughs> yeah, I know. This <laughs> Sorry, I didn't worry about it. Like, it was hilarious because Sean was like, are you sure that people won't mind you going off topic in our podcast? I was like, no, no, I don't think anyone cares. I don't, and I listen to it all the time. So I just, I love your podcast. So I just want to, I might make you swoon right now. But yeah, I was just going to tell you guys that um, listening to your guys' podcasts and different perspectives and stuff like that, I mean, yeah, it's all good fun, a lot of it, but um, it, I think it has improved me as a writer. Really? Drop that wow. there. <laughs> wow. I'm because you guys have brought up topics of things that I have never even considered in the reader, in the reader's perspective. And it's had me, it's made me go back and, you know, um, reinvestigate, you know, my work. And so, um, yeah, I think listening to this podcast has actually made me a better writer. So. To put that out there because I don't know if you get told things like oh, that. That's amazing. No, we don't. Oh wow. I'm actually amazed. Yes. 
Yes. Oh. <laughs> we actually have a use for our podcast. We just do this for fun. No. <laughs> well, you give out a lot of information when you're doing it for fun. Like, I don't know if you know you're doing it, but you're giving out a lot of useful information. Well, that's... You know, as the reader and as the writer, what, what people want in books, in romance books. I think that's kind of like our, uh, that was our aim when we started this podcast. Just yeah, <laughs> as a to give more information and to actually talk about not necessarily the easy topics in when it comes. Because yeah. a lot of people, I think, shy away from talking about like. Oh yeah, they do. Like I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, we're just going to say how it is because one one we're British and that's kind of what we do. Uh, and me and Sab have qu are quite opinionated, I think. Like we don't. <laughs> We don't like outwardly show this on like our social media, but we are quite we are very opinionated, aren't we? Yeah, we are. I mean, we yeah, we I I'm very I can be very quiet on social media. I don't I I don't often engage that much. Um, so like every so often I'll post like a picture on Instagram or something or like something on Twitter, but I'm not overly on there all the time and stuff like that. I don't really voice my frustrations. When I have frustrations about stuff, it's always Sarah I go to. If I see something in the writing community, I'm like, why? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just like, what the hell is happening? What is going on? Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I really, when we had, when Sarah had this idea actually for a podcast, I was like, oh, this sounds amazing. It's about romance and stuff. And uh, I kind of just, basically just jumped on board to be co-host i was like i want to do this i want to do this with you and uh we we didn't think that it would that we would have like regular listeners and people who would wanted to know, come on our show yeah like never <laughs> never thought that this would happen i mean we're really really humble um just at the thought of just people liking our episodes it's just really nice to to know that people enjoy our craziness and yeah <laughs> i think it's it's funny because we're this is we're gen, this is genuinely what we are like normally and um so we're not putting on anything special or doing you know we're not putting on an act or anything we're just we're just being ourselves and it's really fun it's weird that people enjoy us as just being who we are like you know i find that kind of odd at times so just like oh <laughs> that is true. true. Well, I I was gonna say that um that I think I I didn't know you guys that well and uh yeah that is what you guys put off more of a um, I don't know not shy I don't know the word but um you're kind of uh, low key on social media and stuff and so um so I was pretty delightfully surprised when I started listening to your podcast and I was like whoa <laughs> whoa I was like they they go there. And you guys have Sean to thank for that too, because he—I think he directed me to your podcast or he posted it. I think I, I found it through him somehow, anyway. And I was just like, "Oh, what's this? A romance podcast?" And I hadn't even been listening to podcasts before that. Wow! Wow! So yeah. now you have a loyal listener. Amazing! Oh, yeah. Oh. And you and you owe him, I guess, or something. Oh yeah, like hundred percent. That <laughs> I owe Sean a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't want it anymore. 
that man, man, that's Sean, man. No, I owe Sean a lot of things. I love that man. He's amazing. Like we we have our own uh, little WhatsApp group called Made in Bromance. <laughs> he he started when we did the podcast, and now I think he regrets doing it because me yeah. and Sam quite oh, quietly quite say some quite strange things. <laughs> we we do. We just drop it. We just drop our crazy like out there stuff, and he poor Sean just gets dragged into it. He's just like okay. <laughs> You are weird. <laughs> no, to be honest, he's quite he's uh, quite used to it from speaking to me for so long. Mm. And of course, me and Sean have actually met in person, so we're we're good buddies. That's yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, it was funny when we first started this podcast, and I I I was the one who suggested the episode that we originally started with and Sap was like, well, okay, if we're going to go out there, we might as well go out there with a huge bang. And she was just like, well, uh, if that's what you really want to talk about, I was like, yeah, let's talk about it. Because I, I think I remember it had been like, I'd seen some, I'd been talking to someone and I was like, and I'd seen all these reviews and they just irritated me how judgmental towards women people could be. And I was like, let's talk about, let's talk about women being judgmental. Let's do it. And then it just became this thing. <laughs> I love your guys' topics. Oh, I well, I'm glad because we sometimes go. Are people actually going to enjoy this topic? Yeah, <laughs> and it's always the podcast that we don't expect people to enjoy that become like our best ones. Oh yeah, like uh, what is that one? We don't want this in our sexy times, or is that the one? That was the one, right? <laughs> that, that podcast <laughs> has become very popular. Like that was the one. Oh jeez. <laughs> I was cracking up that day. I think I blew up, blew up both of you guys' direct messages and was like, what? Who is this girl? What do you want? I swear. <laughs> to me that they laughed, they have, one person said to me they'd never laughed so much in the what? <laughs> we were, I was just like, well. well I, to be fair, I knew when we did that podcast that it was going to be popular and people were going to want to listen to it because it was, it was sex scenes and that kind of gets people listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I just I want to know. I was gonna, I was gonna say that. Um, I thought I screwed it up. <laughs> towards, oh, towards yes. the end, where I just I just did I just came out with some random topic, and I was thinking, oh my god, what have I done? Are people just yes, gonna be like really worried that people would think we were weird because of what we've read, and I was like, no, people are probably just gonna think. We're, I think people already think we're weird. So, half <laughs> of course, really. That we've read that sort of thing. I mean, I think it just covers romance in general. Like, I mean, it it was the, it was relative to the topic of romance. All of it was. That's good. Romance goes there, <laughs> so you guys go there. That's. But yeah, I just feel I feel um, <laughs> I just wonder who like because uh, I was in the library. I just I just like to imagine where other people were listening to that and, and laughing. <laughs> I just want to know what they were doing and. <laughs> where they were and if people were staring at them weird because <laughs> it would be really hard if i was in public i would be holding in my laughter and it, it would be really hard and people would be like you weirdo i dread to think like that some people who listened to that episode had it like they were cooking and we we did, we brought up we brought up like food and like i wonder how many like looked in the fridge and saw eggplants and was like well i mean <laughs> it's just 
maybe I'm not going to make that tonight. <laughs> People now looking, thinking twice about pancakes. Like, I don't know, you know? Honestly, it took me a long time to get to, to like, look at grapes again in the same way. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. I can't. Oh my gosh. I'm just ready for another episode like that. Like, uh, I just want to laugh like that again. It's good. It's good for us right now. Everyone going through everything, it's good to laugh. So, I'm already looking forward to you guys' next episode that is going to raise eyebrows. <laughs> We've got to come up with some new topics now. <laughs> clearly, clearly we do, yeah. Jeez, we really have to go to the drawing board on this one now. We've got to, We've got to bring it. Give the people talk what they about want. Real <laughs> subjects that no one else wants to talk about. Jeez. I'm sure we can. You're already there. I don't think it, uh, anyone's that brave. I, I haven't at least I haven't encountered that. Well, like, we'll just put it out there. If anyone has a topic that they want us to discuss, please get in touch with us and we will. Oh God! I started. Something. We'll take off the mantle, okay? <laughs> Depending on what it is, we will. Oh, Seriously, no. if you want us to discuss something that you think is really funny or important, please let us know, and we will try and include it in one of my episodes because we actually really like it when listeners get involved. Okay. And also, if you you're going to have some messages, <laughs> and if anyone wants to come on as a guest, we are also wel- welcoming anyone on the podcast show that wants to talk about romance and yes it has to be romance in some way yeah yes thank you for letting me come on because i just kind of asked i wasn't (laughs) invited i was like i invited myself to the podcast we were more than happy to have you on so thank you thank you well let's kind of wrap this in yeah (laughs) yeah thank you so much for coming on our podcast because we really appreciate it it's been lovely. Thank you so much for having Thank me. You. It has been really lovely. Thank you both. Yeah, it's been really lovely. Um, so, guys, that was the latest episode of the Maiden Romance Podcast. Again, thank you to Kathy for coming on. And we will see you again very soon. Bye. 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 Bye.